The following podcast contains spoilers and his spooky as fuck. <laughs> Everybody and welcome back to We Watched a Thing. News I can see in the background they're chuckling at that opening music. Did you forget how amazing it was? It was really loud in my ears. <laughs> it's still too loud. I can't hear anything. I'm deaf now. <laughs> Just drink your sake and be quiet. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. That's right. That beautiful voice you're hearing there is my wife, News. I've managed to drag her back onto the pod. How, how are you feeling, Noosk? I'm okay. I've got my Hogwarts blankie. I've got my sake. Because I told you, I've had several people. Several. Like, no, look, people are loving Dave. Dave's great. We all love Dave. But I've had several people be like, bring Noosk on again. Noosk needs to, you know, we need to hear the Noosk. Watch your back, Dave. I'm coming for you. And being Halloween, I thought, what better time? Everybody knows how much you love a horror film. I do not. Well, you had it really, really easy this month. Didn't oh, you? Well, um, none, of, none of these were scary. Were one they? was. One was. One. Oh, I can't wait to hear which one. You know, you should know which one. We had to watch it in two, two oh, settings. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, the one that's really not two a horror stitches. at all is a thriller. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> because it is. It's the spooky season, and you know that at Halloween, I love to watch as many scary movies as I can, and I love to do that with you because it's just it's more fun with you. Um, I think you just like to terrorise me and <laughs> maybe it's time for a divorce. I don't know. Oh, jokes, jokes. Ouch. <laughs> but this Lol. month, this month you, you succumbed, you watched some horror movies. I succumbed. Mostly, mostly what I would call thrillers, really. Uh, um, but you hmm. said there, there are kind of two kinds of horror movies that you're more on board with. One is what you refer to as the Nancy Myers of horror films. You yes. like you like more thriller based films that are set in pretty houses yes. or locations. Yes. And give me beautiful scenery, <laughs> give me a beautiful house, and yeah. I will suffer through it. It's fine. And you're also partial, like I am, to a cheesy monster movie. So I managed to throw some of those in as well. <laughs> yeah. I would say you're more partial to them. <laughs> oh. Some of them I was like what the fuck is this? So And we, you were like, isn't this the best? And I was like, it's it's fine. So we watched six movies in this lead up to the spooky season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched 1990s Misery, yes. classic Stephen King adaptation, which you had seen before. And fucking love. Uh, we watched 2000's What Lies Beneath. Which, awesome. again, was at your request. You're a big fan of that film. Yes, I think that's my favourite horror. Yeah, okay. It's not a thriller. It's a horror. Yeah. So piss off. Okay. Uh, we watched 1997's Anaconda, absolute classic <laughs> in the B-monster movie genre, Yeah, as well as 2002's Eight-Legged Freaks. Yeah. Yeah. We did. We did watch with, that. With our boy, Special Officer Dewey. <laughs> uh, we watched 2016's The Boy and 2015's yes. The Gift, <sighs> Joel Edgerton penned and directed. So yes. I Good want, for him. I, I Australians are taking to, over the world. I want you to rank these movies for me, and we'll talk about them in your ranking order. So let's start mm-hmm. with the movie that you thought was the worst 
of these six films, which one was your least favourite? Um, by far and away, without a doubt, Eight-Legged D- Freaks. Oh, I thought you were going to say Anaconda. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, it was actually, maybe it was a toss-up between the two, but because I hadn't, oh, uh, actually, no, I don't think I'd seen Eight-Legged Freaks either. I think maybe it had, it had played at a sleepover once, but I didn't really watch it. Not like that time. <laughs> what did we all watch at um, the sleepover that time uh, in college? Uh, identity. Identity. Which five minutes in, you spoiled it. You went, oh, I've seen this. It's the little kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, fuck you, noose. Oh, I just, I thought everyone else had seen it. Whoops. Anyway. Nah, so obviously I was incredibly popular in college. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Eight-legged freaks was just... Uh, I liked the opening. Of all the six movies that we watched, it's arguably the most fun. Like No. No no way. No way. Wow. It just like some of it was fun. You know, you could watch it with like a group of friends and laugh about how bad it is or laugh at the nineties slash early two (laughs) thousands. Same with Anaconda. Um, although we mostly just spoke about how you thought J Lo was so hot and hasn't aged today. (laughs) It got weird. And like I'm not disagreeing with you, but I was just like, please, pet, let's stick to this. Let's stick to the synopsis, okay? Because this is serious filmmaking. <laughs> what yeah. about? I mean, I know that you said we're going to talk about Eight Legged Freeze because that was your least favorite, but I feel like you're lumping both of these monster movies. Probably, together. yes, so I am a bit. Let's talk about John Voight's turn in uh, Anaconda. Because I mean, fuck, what a performance! What that a performance! Was... <laughs> Isn't he supposed to be like a serious actor? Yeah, and yeah, he's in a movie yeah. with J Lo and Ice Cube. <laughs> and I, I actually Ice think J Lo can act. Like, okay, oh, yeah. yeah, we've all we seen. We all Jack. remember Made in Manhattan. Okay, <laughs> like everyone. It's fine. No one expected her to be the best. But there was this amazing film. And I can't remember what it was called. But she's escaping domestic abuse, basically. And I thought she was really good in that. Okay. I don't I don't recall the movie you're talking about with J-Lo escaping domestic abuse. I no, you haven't it. seen it. I, I saw it when I was a teen. Yeah, okay. Anyway, that was irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of sake. I, I love both Anaconda and Eight-Legged Freaks. Like, I know that arguably neither of them are what you would call good movies, but I think Eight-Legged Freaks in particular really plays into... If you're like me, a, f- a fan of classic B-monster movies, I think it really plays into a lot of those yes, tropes. Yes, but like, B, the B is, the, is the key there. But it but it has fun with it. It's really oh, playing it's super with those fun. tropes. Like, he literally says the name of the film... Oh, yes, He's while standing on the it. roof of a mall shooting at spiders yeah. with machine guns. Damn, Damn you, eight-legged freaks! <laughs> I was like, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> um, you know, fun fact, it, it was originally titled A Rack Attack. That's um, way cooler! Yeah. A Rack Attack. And it was released as A Rack Attack in uh, Europe and some other countries around the world, but we received it as eight-legged freaks. Yeah, um, we are America light, so I, they need I, to they I, need to dumb it down. I, I believe that they actually do also say a rack attack in the movie. Oh my god, way. that's amazing! I think they actually say both those lines. I wish I'd known that. <laughs> what I just my biggest problem with a rack attack slash eight legged freaks uh, was I like okay I live in Australia. Spiders are a pretty normal part of life you know like we were moving our bricks recently and i was like cool there's a whole bunch of 
redback spiders. Yeah. You just know to be careful. And obviously, if you get bitten, sure, whatever. Your life yeah. flashes before your eyes, but then you go to hospital and you're fine. Yeah. Okay. But, like, anything bigger than a huntsman, or quite frankly, some of the big huntsmen, fucking freaks me out. Yeah, they're pretty Like, big. I don't want them near me. I don't want them in my room. I'm not, like, Topher, friend of the show. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> um, I'm not like him where he had a huntsman living in his room for ages and he named him and it was great. No, I don't. No, I don't want them near me. And at no point during Eight-Legged Freaks did I ever feel like, oh, that's gross or, oh, my God. No, nothing. So it just, it didn't scare you even though you felt like No, not even scared. I didn't expect to be scared. But, you know, when you watch a scene. You expected to feel a bit grossed out or irked or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I just, at no point did I feel like, oh, oh my God. No, I like, I wouldn't want that to happen to me. I was just like, oh, cool. We can't talk about this film without talking about, I think, who has gone on to become the biggest name in the cast and of course i'm talking about special officer dewey <laughs> but <laughs> playing um kind of the lead teenager in the film is scarlett johansson yes who yes is, i don't know how old she is in this maybe 14 15 yes and at that point you're like good on you this scarlett you're gonna be a star been before ghost world i think even like this must be the first time i saw her i completely forgot she was in this until we rewatched it yeah she was great yep she uh she sold all her lines she did a good job. Special Officer Dewey. So the reason we call him that, because he's obviously not called that in Scream. What's he called in Scream? Um, he is. He's Officer Dewey. Oh, he is Officer Dewey? He is Officer Dewey. You're thinking of Scary Movie where he's Officer Doofy. Doofy. <laughs> but we watched that once with our, with our friends. Our, oh, hang on. You did, again, our you, dear you friends who we, were guardians we, to our children. We watched Scream with them. And, and from the start... Oh, he, he had never seen Scream. He'd never seen yeah. Scream. But from the start, he was like, well, I, I know that it's Officer Dewey. Because know, he had seen Scary Officer Movie. Dewey. It's Special Officer Dewey. And we were like, no, you've seen Scary Movie. It's not Officer Dewey. <laughs> He he bet so hard on us, <laughs> and didn't he bet? He bet Prima Nocta with his wife, yeah, yeah. Which I still need to claim at some point, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Kate would feel about that. Uh, but yeah, yep. He swore black and blue that we were lying to him, and he knew he knew it was going to be David Arquette, and we were like, "It's not." <laughs> Anyway. Okay, so how are you scoring Eight Legged Freaks at Anaconda? Oh. Is is Eight Legged Freaks lower for you out of ten? Oh, uh, look, okay, maybe I'm being a bit harsh. Okay, Eight-Legged Freaks could be a 5 out of 10. Yeah. It's it's what I expected. I just, I just, I don't know, you're dealing with giant spiders. I, I wanted to be a little bit creeped out, but I wasn't. Um, Anaconda was pure shit. Oh, no um, way! It was pure oh, shit. Oh, the early CG in that film absolutely slaps. It's so um, good. <laughs> Yeah, slaps is a strong word. <laughs> um, it was bad, oh. and it should feel bad. <laughs> I will give that a four out of oh, ten. Wow. Okay. A four out of ten. Yes. Okay. All right. Also, just because it like was so obvious the whole way through, I was okay. like, cool. So you are definitely not as partial to a B-grade monster movie as I am. Then uh, okay. I could have told you that before we All watched right. them, but well, sure. That leaves the four thrillers slash horror light films. So um, piss off. Of those four, where are we going next? Which was your least favorite of these? Misery, The Gift, What Lies Beneath, and The Boy. My next favorite. Yeah. Ooh. I want to say, what's the John Edgerton one? The Gift. The, the gift. gift. Wow, you thought you liked The Gift less than The Boy. 
Well, yeah, because it was less fun. Wow. And it was more along the lines of a serious, terrifying film. So, okay, so this was the one film that actively scared you. Because this was the one that we watched in two sections, which I thought was kind of just because we got busy the first night, but you were actually too scared to keep watching. (laughs) Got busy? Uh, Hang on, just to clarify, it wasn't getting busy with it. (laughs) Calm down. We had to go pick up our daughter from a sleepover. Yeah, we got busy with life, not busy getting busy. Jesus, (laughs) we're married. That's. (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, tell us how you really feel. Um,. Okay, yeah, okay. So this was your least favourite, even though it was the one that you actually found the scariest of all the films. Is that why it's your least favourite? Yes, because it was 100%. 100%. I don't want to be terrorised in my own home, and that's exactly what you did to me. As a woman who is often home alone during the day, I don't want Joel Edgerton just appearing at my shower screen. I find it interesting. It's an interesting move by him to write and direct this film and to play the the creep. Yeah. who, I guess by the end of the film, it's hard to refer to him as a villain. I think for yeah, most of the film, mm. you kind of set up to think that he's the the bad guy. Like if this was a typical home invasion film, you'd think it was him. But it's a no. little bit more grey than that by the end. It's not grey. He still did a bad thing and I, I don't like him. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I get what you're getting at. Um, yeah. I picked from the start, Jason Bateman was a bully. Like, pfft. I don't know if Jason Bateman's just a really good actor or if I was listening. If like, he's actually a bit of a prick. If he's actually a bit of a prick. Yeah, because um, yeah, I was just like, well, he obviously bullied him in high school. Yeah. I, like, I really love this If you this enjoyed film, high school, let me be clear. You're not a good person <laughs> and you have no place in this podcast community. Okay. I, I actually, I actually really um, loved this film and I actually liked it more on this rewatch than I did the first time. I saw this at the cinemas when it came out and I remember liking it, but being, I, I don't know if maybe I was just a little bit put off by certain things, but on this rewatch, I, I really, really appreciated this film. And I think the acting across the board is basically a three-hander yeah. with um, Jason Bateman, Rebecca Hall and Joel Edgerton really She does a great job. All because, three of them are fantastic. But like, I'd like to point her out particularly- because at all times she still has an element of compassion and sympathy. Yeah. She can be completely terrified and she's, you know, of course, like any fucking woman in a horror film, like something's wrong and everyone's like, nah, you're fine. She yeah. does that really well while also still portraying empathy yeah. or a sense of like compassion towards, what's his name? Joel Edgerton, that guy. Uh, Gordo. Gordo. Gordo the weirdo. Gordo the weirdo. How could yeah. I forget? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, if she truly found out at the end what you find out, I'd be like, all compassion gone. But I just thought she she did a really good job, show, I don't know, showing the two sides of the coin, like yeah. fear, terror, and um, yeah. Yeah. Compassion for him. Yeah, definitely. And And like sensing her husband's kind of a prick. Yeah. Kind yeah. of, like, absolutely a fucking freak. It's an interesting one because, like you said, I, from the start, you can tell that he's a bit of a prick. Yeah. But I think it's excellent casting because Jason Bateman is so charismatic. Mm. Um, and because he is always, I mean, you know, there's this saying that he can't act. And I don't think that's true. I think he can act, but I do yeah. think he's typecast. I think he, <laughs> even in films, even in shows like Ozark, for example, where he's... Fucking he's, love Ozark. Oh, it's fantastic. Shout out to Ozark. But he's still Jason Bateman to a certain extent. 
And so he's, it's excellent casting whenever he's in a role like this because he is so naturally likable. Yeah. So I think it, I think it puts just you one on his people. side to begin with. And then as yeah. the character in the film progresses, you realise what's really going on. I think it's, it's very smart. I think he's just one of those actors who brings himself to the role rather than transform into a whole different new person. Yeah. He doesn't Daniel Day-Lewis it, but that's okay. It's a different method. Yeah. He's still Jason Bateman. He's just... I don't know. Maybe he didn't know they were filming. But also he's dickhead Jason Bateman. Yeah. So how are you scoring the gift out of 10 then? Oh, look, I can recognise it's a well-made film and it freaks me out. And you assured me, you assured me the house was nice. And you were like, this is like a Nancy Myers of horror <laughs> yeah, films. It's what into, you want. They move into a beautiful new house. No, I don't like mid-century modern, so... <laughs> Which you should know from our constant viewing of Property Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you don't. You don't listen to me. So, for that reason, <laughs> and that reason alone, it's giving. It's, it's getting a 7 out of 10 instead of an 8. Oh, yeah, a 7's good. I, I'm an 8 with this film. Yeah, um, look, it probably deserves an 8, but I don't like you. But I'm also... I'm a... I'm a soft seven on both Anaconda and Able Oh, mate, well. no one, like, when you score films, people just tune out because it means nothing. <laughs> Fuck you. I love you, but, like, seriously. <laughs> All right, so there's three films left, and I hope that I know which one is next for you. We've still got Misery, What Lies Beneath, and The Boy. Yeah, The Boy was next. Yeah, The Boy is not a good movie. What? You didn't like it? Did you like this movie? Yeah, it was fun. Okay. My, so, okay. my problem with this film is I didn't think it was as fun as its premise promises. Like, Creepy Doll is, you know, it's a fairly common trope. Like, obviously, we've got the Annabelle films, even going back to, you know, early X-Files episodes and stuff. Chucky, you know, even. Like, it's, it's a very common thing. Yeah. The twist on this, obviously, is that she's brought in as a nanny and doesn't know that, you know, and... That, I think I was expecting more fun, but really this is more of a straight horror thriller. Mm. And it's one I of those interesting horror. things where I knew from the start it was a Scooby-Doo. Yes, but you I, did. But I didn't know how. Like, I knew that it wasn't supernatural. Because there's two ways this film can go from the very start, where yes. it's either supernatural or it's a Scooby-Doo. And I knew which one it was from the start. And so, uh, hang on, no, no. Let's be clear. You said it's either going to be a Scooby Doo or it's going to be. No, a- I, I, knew, I knew. And then, no, no. Then about ten minutes later. Okay. 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 Let's let's just be clear here, <laughs> Mister. I'm a movie expert. But very early on, I knew that there was going to be a twist, and so I was waiting for it. And when you do get the twist, I think it's interesting enough. But I was just expecting more fun. But so you did have fun with this film. Yeah, it was heaps of fun. It was like. A bit freaky when the doll moved or, like, you know, they do little jump scares here and there. I, like, I like was like, ah, out loud when the hand came out of the wall yeah. with the portrait and there was something when she was in the attic. You know, like, and I don't know, I guess maybe, maybe it's because I don't watch a lot of horrors, but I was like, oh, he's living in the walls. <laughs> Oh, it was like surprising for me. And even yeah. though you were like giving it away as we went, I was still like, nah, nah, it's supernatural. So I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was the kind of horror I was like, not, um, I, I don't own creepy dolls in my house. Yeah. So I'm not scarily walking around my house, freaked out, like, yeah. you know, whereas Joel Edgerton, 
might be outside my shower window. I don't yeah, know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, so it's just easy, best, even though it's not from a woman's perspective, yeah. to not own scary dolls and not befriend Joel Edgerton. Do, do you know what I mean? But but one of those is easier than the other. Yeah. So yeah. even though it's it's not supernatural by the end, it's far enough removed from any kind of reality that yes. you don't get scared by it. Yeah. Problem solved. See, I'm not going to be a nanny for an old couple who are like, this is our son, well, the this, doll. Okay, that okay. was my first thing. She rocks Run. up at the house and this couple is like 700 years old. I'm like, well, that's your first hint that this <laughs> isn't a real... That's your first hint this isn't a real child. Um, they're not having a child at that age. <laughs> oh, my God. It's all explained, okay? If yeah. anyone's listening to this and they're like... Maybe I should watch the boy. Just watch it. It's fun. Don't listen to him. Um, it's all explained as to their age and and it's explained why they have the doll. Okay? okay. So just and it's explained why she stays too. She yeah. lost a child during pregnancy. She feels like on some spiritual level, she's meant to be there. Yeah. So yeah. you know what, mate? Piss off. Okay. This was uh, my I, kind of horror. Yeah. Whereas during Joel Edgerton outside the shower window, I visibly, like, jumped in my seat Fair and screamed. Enough. And that was at that point. I was like, oh, I think I'm going to go pick up our child. Credit where credit's due. I thought Lauren Cohen, as the lead actress, Greta, was really good. Yeah, at who that. is she? Uh, Has she been in other things? I mean, the name is familiar. My mind is going to Gilmore Girls, but I think that's a different Cohen. <laughs> oh, she just reminded me so heavily of that ditz on Screen Queens. Right. She's if, most can you imagine if I got a makeover? Dead. Competition would be over. <laughs> she, <laughs> and she obviously acted way better than her. <laughs> way better. Most known for The Walking Dead. Um, oh, okay. Like she's had a lead. Uh, oh, she was Maggie. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> you won't know. I read the comics, so. <laughs> uh, I read the comics. Wow. Could you be any more of a white girl right now? Sorry, I read the graphic novels. <laughs> wow. I'm not going to do this with him anymore. <laughs> So, most important question, was mm. the house in The Boy pretty enough for you? It was. Okay. It was. So, it was set, well, it pretended to be set in the English countryside. I don't know if it actually was, but it was beautiful. It was old. It had beautiful, ornate, like, mouldings. And, yeah, I was there for it. And, see, that takes the edge off when you can just sort of house pawn it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, are you getting ideas for next year? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's not enough of a niche market, and it should be. <laughs> so, all right, how are you scoring the boy then? Hmm, seven out of ten. Seven. Okay, I'm a six yep. on the boy. I thought it was fun enough, but I wouldn't rewatch it as far as horror films are concerned. That's crazy to me. It was fun. It was so much fun. Okay, so there's two, <laughs> okay. two films left. Um, I mean, now this this is a tough one. Because this is very I, tough. I know which one's the highest for me, like <laughs> by a bullet, but. Okay, we've got Misery and What Lies Beneath. Obviously, you you're scoring Misery as a 10 out of 10. You right, said right, earlier that What Lies Beneath is your favourite horror. Does that yes. mean that we're talking about Misery next? Is Misery the second uh, ranked film? I guess so, but like they're on the same playing field. Like They're so good, both of them. You have the beautiful... I don't know if it was shot in Vermont, but they're pretending it's Vermont in the winter. And it's... is Are they pretending it's Vermont? <laughs> No, seriously, edit this out. <laughs> I'm not going to listen. I won't know. Uh, it's it's Colorado, so the opposite side of the country, not Whatever. Vermont. There's snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> okay, 
Are they pretending it's Vermont, though? I feel like they mentioned Vermont no, several it's, times. No, it's Colorado. It's, it's, Do they mention Colorado? Yeah, several no, times. Yes. No. Yes. It's very clearly set in Colorado. We are talking about misery, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's no, Colorado. No, they talk about Vermont when he no. drives up to Vermont and stays at... He stays at the Silver Creek Lodge, Colorado. <laughs> there's, there's no no Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> I I, we're at the point now where been, I don't know whether to cut this out or not because it's gone for so long. As someone who has been to both Vermont and Colorado, they're both stunning. Good job, American scenery. Okay, this has nothing to do with it. We're not talking about Vermont in any way. Okay, but what I'm saying is the weather and the scenery is a central player. It's almost like another character. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yes, yeah. because... because Obviously, it's the catalyst for him. You know, he's driving in a snowstorm. What a fucking idiot, by the way. He doesn't have snow chains or anything. Like, I'm not saying you deserve to run off the road, mate, but, you know. <laughs> so, anyway, there's that. But also then, you know you're just waiting for the snow to thaw. You're just waiting for that, like, car to be revealed. And then, oh, what's his name? What's the... James Khan? No. Uh, old mate. Who oh, the I sheriff. Love. Sheriff Buster? Buster. No. What did I call him? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Oh, my God. You've had way too much sake. I shouldn't. And don't down the rest of that glass. You drag me into these conversations. I don't know what you want from me. No, no. He's from Anne of Green Gables. Oh, right. Okay. Uncle yeah. whatever. Anyway. I've had too much sake. I'm a huge Anna Green Gables fan. His name is escaping me right now. But he always dies, and it's really upsetting. And he always plays just like the sweetest old man. Anyway, he knows, he knows that he escaped from that car, and he was aided because he was like, yeah. there's no way he got out of that car alone. He didn't escape and was eaten by a wild animal. He's like, someone dragged him out. You can see the crowbar marks on the car. Yeah. Fucking I do, love that shit. I, I like that twist in this. It's a little bit similar to um, Fargo in that yeah. sense. Yeah. Where, you know, you've got the small town sheriff and yep. so often in these movies, He's the they're kind of, they're bumbling. They're yes. like, they're, yeah, they're, they're inept. And it, yep. you know, I like that in this film, you know, even though he's this kind of old, doddering man in a lot of ways, and like his his wife is his assistant, and it's this small town sheriff. He's not I doddering like though; he's, like he he's observant, and he, he just is, doesn't yeah. actually have a lot to deal with on a day to day yeah. basis yeah. in this and small I, town. So much of that, I think, comes from Stephen King, who is fantastic at characters. But let's not forget that this film is penned by William Goldman, who wrote fucking Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and the Princess Never Bride. It. Never seen it. Oh, yes, you have seen the Princess <laughs> Bride. One of the greatest writers. Of all time. Oh, my God. And directed by Rob Reiner. The direction in this film is stunning. This is such a good movie. Like, this movie is yeah, okay, we one get of the best. You love it's, it. It's in anyway. my top 100 of all time. Um, We're talking about me and what I think of it. Okay, so <laughs> shut up. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, most important question, given this is our spooktacular episode. Hmm. Did this movie scare you? Were you scared yes. at all? Yes. There were two jump scares. There were two jump scares that I, like, audibly screamed on. I yep. was worried I'd woken our kids up. And I knew they were coming as well because I've seen it before many years ago. I knew they were coming. And, you like, you can always tell when a jump scare is about to come. And I still screamed and I still jumped out of my chair. It was so scary. But... 
What were they? I don't remember jump scares in this movie. What? Is it when he wakes up and she's standing over him? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then the other one, I think, is when she like, like it's 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 like the the big finale, and he's crawling through the house, and she, he thinks he's killed her, but then she jumps out onto him one last time, and has to like kill her again, type thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. scary. Yeah. Oh my god. And I hated when Buster died. I forgot how, like, visceral it was. You, like, it's a shotgun, so of course it's full on. But you see his chest rip apart and you're like, Buster, yeah. no! It's it's like the hobbling scene. Every time I oh, forget. Oh, the hobbling I forget scene. how much you see of it. Because from memory, yes. you see the first leg, but not the second. And when you see it's his so entire foot on. turn side, like, there's no, I, there's not really any blood or gore, or, or no, it even, have to I don't be. think you see bones. It's the way that his foot moves in a way that a foot should not move. Yes, yes. Is harsh And enough. the way she's talking him through it, like, this because is she's what an, they Because do. she's a nurse, yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. Yeah, fucking freaky. Okay, yep. so obviously, I've, I've, I fully believe, like, the weather and the scenery and her cute little, you know, like, farmhouse, that's all part of it. It's like another character in this movie, and it's a huge part about the time of the film yeah okay that's great uh what's his name james khan steve khan james khan james khan he's good (laughs) he's great he's fine he he's good he has the funniest fucking faces sometimes when she's like the cockadoodie car and you cut across to him and he's like (laughs) she's cooked she's fucking cooked mate yeah um yeah he basically does like a gym in the office yeah. look to camera where he's <laughs> yeah. like, are you filming this? Yeah, he might as well. He might as well. So he's really good. Buster's great. I love Buster. Buster has like a huge piece of my heart always in whatever he's in. Let's talk about Kathy Bates though. I mean. Holy shit. So I mean, it's it's actually shocking given how many of Stephen King's works have been adapted her winning Best Actress for this film is still the only Oscar that a Stephen King adaptation has ever won. That's not surprising at all because normally they're shit. <laughs> That's what? not true. There are some really good ones. Well, like what? Oh, well, mate, don't put me... I mean, obviously... You have nothing. Obviously, The Shining comes to oh, mind. I've never seen The Shining, um, to be fair, or read it. The Shawshank Redemption. Eh, that's fine, whatever. The Green Mile. Like, Broke there's... Film. Honestly, you could throw Green a stone Mile, in yes. a video shop... Traumatised me as a Stephen kid, but I don't know. I think on rewatch, I'd be like, meh. But, yeah, so this is the only, the only Oscar that's ever gone to a Stephen King film is Kathy Bates' performance in this film. Oh, uh, yeah, because she fucking is so it. worthy of it. She is astounding she is like sometimes you just look at her with such fear and then other times you're laughing you are laughing out loud yeah Yeah. she's cooked in the head mate yeah yeah i know we shouldn't say that (laughs) no she's excellent yeah i'm a 10 out of 10 on misery you guessed it what are you scoring it yeah i guess it's a 10 out of 10 yeah absolutely Uh, so does that mean that you are also a 10 out of 10 on what lies beneath oh mate spoiler alert oh my god God, all right, well, let's get over to What Lies Beneath, then. Noosk's favourite horror, not only of the month and this episode, but I guess of all time. Of all time. It's my favourite horror. Okay. All right. That's why I asked tell us, Tell us about that, Noosk. Tell the people about this. Well, you had run out of good horrors to show me. I mean, we, I mean, you and I have watched this film many times over the years. Hey, let's, hey by the way, let's not forget we also watched Scream. We did oh, watch Scream. Yeah, we did watch and Scream. And I was really scared. Scream is one of my favourite horrors yeah. of all time. Yep. 
and I have seen it many times and I don't know, I don't know if I was in a bad place or whatever, but I was like, this is really scary, actually. Scream is not scary. It Scream is scary. Is fun. Scream is no. fun. No, it's it so scary. It revels in, oh my God, I could talk, I could do an entire episode on okay, Scream. Well, you do that by yourself. Yeah, I'll, I'll save that. But okay. All right. What Lies Beneath? You and I have watched this many times over the years. It came out in 2000. Had you seen this when you, like, before you and I got together, like when you were a kid or? Mm, no. I'd seen yeah. bits of it on TV yeah. and instantly was like, oh, my God, look at that house. <laughs> okay. So is that the main draw to this film? No. The house? No, no. No. Let me. Okay. It's, it's a puzzle. It's a rich tapestry. Okay. Yeah. It has to be a beautiful house. It has to have house porn. Otherwise, what's the point? Why are you watching a horror to begin with? No point. Then it's the music. It has to have very specific music. It has to evoke X-Files slash Smallville slash... Yeah. I don't know, early 90s It's funny, from memory, the horror. reason the reason we watched this one is because you were having a nap one day, and while you were napping, I was watching the um, the new series of uh, Tales from the Crypt, um, which has very X-Files-like music, and yes. that was what triggered you, and you were like, I want to watch something kind of 90s and spooky tonight. Yes, but with that music, it has to be that music. Yeah, yeah. It can't be this newfangled horror shit. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear a pop song, like, done poorly or redone for a horror film. I don't need it to be, like, spookified. Fuck off. It has to be comforting horror music. Yeah. Yeah. And and like, you know, you can still have the dun when the jump scare happens. Yeah. But it has to the rest of the time have like you know, like the like the soft, almost spooky strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, a bit I, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I can it's just it's just regular X Files episode music. Anyway, so it has to have house porn, it has to have the music. It has to have an element of like <gasps> Oh, my God. Like a twist, like a shock. Like a shock or a twist or something. And I remember the first time I watched this, I was like, fucking Harrison Ford. I can't understand a word he's fucking saying because he's mumbling the whole time. But I knew there was something off about him. It's so true. Because I saw this movie when it first came out in 2000. And I remember. I was allowed to watch horror films in 2000. (laughs) I remember being really shocked by the twist that very first time. I remember this being like the first movie I saw where I was like, holy shit, that twist. Like, I remember this twist more than I remember the twist in the sixth sense or anything really and y- yes i don't i don't know one. why and <laughs> like, yet- do you remember when you finally showed me the sixth sense and i was like yeah he's dead and i had the wrong person <laughs> 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 I was like, I know the twist. I know it. And you were like, it's the wrong fucking person, Nuke. Um And yet on this rewatch, maybe it is just because I've seen this so many times, I felt like it was really telegraphed. I felt like it was nah. not actually a huge twist. Like it was quite easy to work out much no. earlier on. Nah, nah. No? I mean, if okay. you're a woman, your spidey senses are tingling. You're like, hmm, something's up with that husband. Yeah, Never okay. trust the husband. Yeah. But also, okay, there's okay, a thanks. lot leading up to that. Thanks for, you know, I'm your husband. You're saying never trust And me. you'll never get away with anything because yeah. my spidey senses <laughs> will tell me. Okay, anyway. So it has to have house porn. It has to have the music. It has to have a twist. But it has to have some, like, uh, moments of, if like, it can't just be... Like Scream, which is terror, 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 terror. And I know you're like, oh, it's not scary. But it is for me, okay? Piss off. It needs to have some moments of 
like when she's, I don't know, talking with her friend and they do the Ouija board and it's like scary, but it's fun. Yeah. Or when <laughs> when it cut across to her, like she's done some gardening and then she was playing solitaire that evening and we were like, this woman needs a job. <laughs> yeah. Like problem solved. You, It's fine. So it needs to have some moments where you can just like calm your nervous system. Yeah. And then... Like, obviously, Michelle Pfeiffer is so beautiful and does a really good job. And Harrison Ford is fine. Um, but what I really liked is for a long time, you think it's the neighbour and the husband next door. Yes. yeah. And you're sure that's it. And then it turns out, oh, my God, he was having an affair. Yeah. And it's such an obvious fucking trope. And it's like, come on. But I feel like, I don't know. It was the time for it. Every horror film had like... <laughs> yeah, that's true, in the 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Turns out it was the husband having an affair with a college student. Yeah, there was lots of that. From There's memory, something deeply comforting yeah, about that. <laughs> from memory, The Gift with Katie Holmes and Kate Blanchett yep. is, the, is yep. the same twist. Yeah, yep. Greg Kinnear from memory. Yeah, I can't watch that film, though. I love when that you, movie. When you I tried saying, to get Let's you to watch, watch that. The, no, yeah. no. If you see the abuse, I can't watch that. No. Yeah. Flat out, no. So, yeah, anyway, it was super great and it's got an element of supernatural. Like, you, while we were watching it, you were like, oh, it is kind of supernatural. And I was like, ah, uh, fucking yeah. It's a horror, not a thriller. <laughs> well, yeah, my memory of this movie is very much that it's a thriller. And she I is being I still haunted. Think, I still think it's more thriller than horror for sure. But No, she's um, being haunted. It definitely has horror elements. Yes, you're right. She's being haunted. Yes, so. yes. And it has some jump scares. Yep. And I don't know. It's just beautiful. All right. And I so love it. you're a ten out of ten. I'm a seven out of ten for What Lies Beneath. I do like it a lot, but I don't. I don't think it's like the best horror film of all time. And if there's any movie directors out there listening, which I'm sure there are not, but if there are, this is a niche market that you need to get on board with because actually I think there is a massive demographic for it. For house porn, house horror films. porn horror films with comforting '90s music. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It's so much fun to watch and also scary, but you like, at the end of the night, you're like, it's okay. My husband's not going to be a cheating professor. It's fine. <laughs> Again, problem solved, like the boy. But if I'm caught in a snowstorm, she might find me. Kathy Bates might find well, me. Well, this is what I was just going to ask. Most important question of all of these films, which one are you most likely to survive in? If, Survive? If, if you, Noosk, right now, if you become the main character in all of these films, which one are you going to survive in? Are you going to survive if you're James Garn in Misery? Will you figure out it's Harrison Ford in What Lies Beneath? Like, how are you, like, which of these films are you most likely to live through? Oh, that's tricky. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I would cotton on to Harrison Ford much sooner than she did, by the way. Yeah. Um... Eight-legged freaks and anaconda, problem solved, just, like, leave town <laughs> and don't go on a boat in the Amazon. That's fine. Um, what's the other one? Misery, the boy. Oh, the boy. <laughs> um, I'm not volunteering to be a nanny anywhere. Thank you very much. And if I did and I saw that they were an old couple with a doll, I'd be like, thank you very much. <laughs> I will be leaving now. Problem solved. Um, scream. Scream's a scary one. See? Because it's high school and it can just happen. That's scary and misery is scary. Um, the gift is also terrifying because, you know, 
I know you picked on a few people in high school. I didn't. You love to claim you were like, oh, I was the picked on one. I was the outcast. I was the black sheep. Everyone in high school fucking loved you. (laughs) And you were a bit of an outcast, but like a cool outcast. (laughs) And do you don't you remember Christian? You were always like Christian, Christian, and then you would run and hug him, and I'm like, mate, he's coming back for us. (laughs) And I'll be like, you should have been nicer. I'll be like she was. Okay, so problem solved a little bit in that respect. And so see, long, this is the problem so you with think misery. You, you think you'd survive in all of these except maybe misery. Yeah, because misery, like, it, like it truly is just a freak He's accident. Trapped. Yeah. Like, sure, I wouldn't be driving in a blizzard, but I don't know. Like, everyone sort of sometimes ventures out and doesn't expect the elements to be so elemental. Yeah. <laughs> Another yeah. great film. Um, but, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, it could happen to anyone and then you never know who will find you in the snow. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. cockadoody people. Fair. Yeah. Well, Noosk, thank you for joining me. This has been a treat and a delight, not just for me, but I'm sure for the ear holes oh, for my listeners my, as well. My, <laughs> the your ear many, holes of my your one fan. Your many fans. No, Justin. On, I'm, on you, Justin. Is his name Justin? <laughs> no. I don't know which one you're talking about because there were so many people who reached off, out. there were. There were. I showed you messages. There were several people being like, Several. Bring you back said there were six and there were three. <laughs> One Mate, of which was Paul. Thank you, Paul. Paul, Paul from the Countdown, big fan of Noosk. Uh, he told me last week when we were having beers, he was like, you got to get Noosk back on. And I said, well, you know what? I'm going to make her for Halloween. And he was very happy. <laughs> so there you go. You've, happy you've made the Paul. listeners very happy. Happy Halloween to all of you. I hope that you're all celebrating safely. Make sure you check your apples for razor blades. Um, what? <laughs> It's a thing. It's a thing. In what film? People, you know, they hand out Halloween candy and apples and they hide razor blades in them. Yeah. Actually, you know what I really have enjoyed? Is watching some of the TV specials. We've been doing that a lot. Yeah, I did. I made a a playlist that just had like a million Mm. Halloween specials. You just hit shuffle on. Yep. Um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Modern Family has a couple of good uh, Halloween specials. Obviously, Simpsons. We've watched many Halloween. Many, many Simpsons. But Freaks and Geeks was so sweet. It made me remember why I love that show. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this spooky special. Uh, next week I will be back with Dave and we're going to be looking at Killers of the Flower Moon the new Scorsese um, why, why are you looking creeped out Noosk? <laughs> nothing <laughs> <laughs> but you've had way too much suck it Piss off, mate. I haven't had enough. I'm actually uh, out now. It's really sad. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchthething.com or wewatchthething at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and X, all under the handle. And you can find me thing. nowhere. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to plug, Noosk? I forgot to ask. <laughs> I know you love when I ask if there's anything you'd like to plug. No. <laughs> Did I say everything already? Did I say everything? I oh, know. yeah. If you want to help to support the show, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash we watch the thing. There's lots of cool stuff there, including like full um, unedited Mate, videos. Mate, they hear this every week. Just fucking <laughs> bring the music up. No, not yet. I will when I'm good and ready. This is embarrassing. Um, and uh, what else are we doing on Patreon? Oh, yeah. We have a new bonus series where we're going through um, albums that we think are perfect. That's Dave and I, not News. News is not involved in that. Um, no but way. if you want to do something for the patrons, can't remember news, most names of songs. <laughs> and we'll catch you next week. Bye. <laughs>